Stormlight. From Flashbangs and Frag Grenades. By Calchexis. Read by Sam Gabriel. Based on League of Legends by Riot Games. Chapter 3 The rain was hammering on the roof of his workshop. It had been falling for a long time. Days, perhaps. He hadn't checked the clock in some time. But yes, days at the very least. He made a mental note to run a system diagnostic on the chempipe system that fueled his laboratory. If the water levels were rising, he would need to flush the lower levels through the turbines. The power requirements would mean shutting down several of his experiments mid-process. That would be irritating, but most of them would survive. Perhaps that, in and of itself, would be a good experiment. Which ones could survive without the support systems of their tanks? Sitting up from his desk, Singed ran a hand over his bald, scarred paint, and considered that thought. It was an interesting one. Which ones were most likely to survive, and why? It could make for useful data, and if he had to run the systems anyway, he might as well glean what he could from it. Yes, that seemed like the right course of action. Moving to the control console, he began the process to divert power to the turbines that would sieve the overflow out towards the ocean. It would take time, but it was time he could spare. Time he could use to catalog potential outcomes for the experiments whose lives would, in a handful of hours, be dependent on their own mutant biology. It was as he was finishing his work that an unexpected sound rattled his laboratory. Three hammering knocks on his door echoed through the deafening rainfall and the chug and hiss of chem-pressured pneumatic pistons. A visitor? A customer? A killer? All equally likely. Well, perhaps not equally. Visitors were few and far between, but there was no telling when one might need a tincture a potion, or a doctor who did not refer to himself in the third person. Likewise, one never knew when one's enemies would come calling. The last one from the latter group, if Singed recalled correctly, was still dissolving somewhere a few levels down. He made another mental note to check on the progress of that experiment. The rate of decay between human and Vestayan flesh was an interesting puzzle. Another pair of hammering knocks drew Singed back to reality, and he sighed as he moved to the door. This was not a time for customers nor enemies. What he found when he opened the door, however, was neither. It's a ghost. It was an irrational thought, and one that caught him neatly off guard as he stared at the figure who met his eyes evenly. For a moment he had only seen the broad strokes, the hair slicked back by rain and the deep shadows beneath the eyes. The finely tailored coat, with its asymmetrical lapels sitting on shoulders corded with lean muscle, all of that was secondary to the way it was presented together. There was something in the manner of her, the set or her stance, the way she bled something very much like confidence into the air. It wasn't quite the same. He had always possessed an air of being three steps ahead. She, on the other hand, with her wild assortments of weapons and unhinged expression, made you question whether or not you were even playing the same game she was. All in all, the effect was similar. What was different was the smile. Unlike his daughter, Silco had so rarely smiled, and Jinx's wide grin was growing wider as she met his eyes. Evening, Doc. I got a favor to ask you. 
Lux breathed deep through the filters of her mask as she stepped into Singed's laboratory behind Jinx. This was the second time in a month she'd visited him, and if someone had told her two years ago that one day she would be making regular house calls to the mad chemist of Zahn, she would have laughed. Of course, if someone had told her that at the same time she would be happy and in love, she would have laughed again, but a lot more bitterly. Life certainly had taken her to strange places. Favor. The loose cannon doesn't ask for favors, Jinx. Singed said as he stepped back and nodded them inside and out of the rain. What brings you down into the depths on such a night, hmm? I find myself curious. You're always curious about something, Doc, Jinx remarked. But yeah, sure, I need explosives. Tunnel crack and Nitro 9 if you got them, but I'm not picky. Singed cocked his head giving that same carrion bird look that Lux had seen in him when she'd come asking for directions the night she'd lost track of Jinx. He looked Jinx up and down, his mismatched eyes lingering on the details of the coat for a long moment before looking over to Lux, in her drab brown spell-thief garb and pale mask. "'Kinda running on a time crunch here, Doc,' Jinx said after a long moment of silence. "'You got the stuff, or do I have to dig up Ziggs?' I have both, Singed said, looking back at Jinx. How much? Ten kilos. The chemist's brow inched up, then rose further when Jinx added, Each. The rain was the only sound echoing through the lab as Singed visibly considered the order, and it wasn't that Lux thought he wouldn't provide what Jinx needed. Scruples were in short supply and Zon on a good day, and Singed seemed to have mostly excised the word from his dictionary unless it was being used in the derogatory. If he was hesitating to provide, it was likely out of self-interest. They'll be going off a long ways from your lab, Lux said, her voice distorted by the mouthpiece of the mask. Your experiments will run uninterrupted. I see. Singed ran a hand over his scarred head and looked back down at Jinx, who had crossed her arms and was impatiently tapping her foot. Well? Jinx's eyes were sharp and more focused than Lux was used to. They had been like that ever since she'd put on the coat. More aimed. Hey, Doc, look at... Hey, look at my face, yeah? Jinx leaned in and tapped her nose. Singed cocked his head to the other side, but surprisingly leaned away from Jinx as she advanced on him. Do you see a stupid white hourglass on my face? No? That means I'm not made of time. So go grab your syringe along with my bubbly, I'll pay you, and we can get out of your non-existent hair. Even more surprisingly, Singed didn't argue. He simply stepped back, nodded, muttered of course, and turned to head back towards what was, presumably, a storeroom of some kind. While he rooted around back there, Lux turned and tried to piece together the differences between this Jinx and the Jinx she was more accustomed to. This Jinx was focused, truly focused. It was strange to see. Normally there was a lot more of the mongrel to her actions, but not tonight. Jinx, are you okay? Lux asked. Huh? Jinx turns to her, then shrugged. I'm fine. Why? There it was again, a curious kind of calm. It wasn't that Jinx wasn't manic, she was still that. Her grin was just as wide, and her eyes were too, but still. You just seem different, that's all, Lux said. 
Jinx frowned. But I'm just me, Blondie. Just Jinx stands for Jinx. I know. Lux reached down and took her hand. And it's fine. It's just that ever since you put on that coat, you've been really intense. Jinx squeezed her hand, then let go to adjust her coat, straightening the lapels and pulling it more fit around her shoulders, adjusting Fishbone's strap as she did. Night. An unsettling twitch started up in Jinx's left eye. I don't... Uh. She shook her head and then flashed a glare at Fishbones. Shut up, I'm trying to talk. Jinx? Sorry. Jinx rubbed at her face. I I'm fine, Blondie, just... My head is scrambled eggs, and um, they're, they're not all cooked through, you know? Without another word, Lux moved closer and wrapped her arms around Jinx, pulling her in until her forehead was resting on Lux's shoulder. Jinx let out a quiet, shaking breath as she wrapped her arms around Lux and breathed deep. It's okay. I'm here. And I always will be, Lux murmured. I'm, um, I'm... Um, I'm scared, Blondie. Jinx's voice was a ghostly whisper. I know I'm crazy, you know, but I, I don't... I don't feel very crazy most of the time. Most of the time? Jinx nodded. Yeah, that's the thing, Blondie. I, I actually feel crazier than usual lately. Are you going to be okay? Doing this, I mean. Gotta be. Jinx let out a shuddering sigh. Gotta be okay, gotta do it, she chanted. No one else will do it, gotta be me. Lux laid her hand on Jinx's head and ran her fingers calmly through damp strands of hair. And I'll be here through it all, she said quietly. I promise. She pulled back as the door to the storeroom reopened and Singed emerged carrying two heavy satchels. He hadn't commented on her presence yet, or even acknowledged her beyond a glance. He knew what she looked like under the mask, but he was acting as though she were some nameless mercenary. The suspension fluids should last upwards of twelve hours before losing efficacy, Singed said as he set the satchels by Jinx's feet. But given your proclivities, I doubt that duration will be a problem. You know me too well, Doc, Jinx cackled. Now the payment. I know, I know, Jinx muttered as she rolled up her sleeve, walked over to the desk he had been working at, and slumped down in his chair. Go ahead. She bared her right arm, and Lux's stomach flipped as Singed drew out a heavy brass syringe from the belt of tools he wore at his waist. One vial, Jinx said firmly. I'm going to need my insides inside for this one, Doc. One vial will suffice, Singed agreed. Only iron will and their seeming nonchalance kept Lux from crying out as Singed plunged the needle into Jinx's lean, quartered arm and began to draw. There was no prep work, no cleaning of the site, nothing, and the pair of them acted as if this was a normal transaction. It was the work of moments to fill the vial, and the moment it was done, Singed withdrew popped the glass section free of the syringe before holding it up to the meager chemical light of his lab and examining it. Excellent quality, as usual, Singed said after a moment and lowered the vial. Here. He picked up a flask from the table and passed it to Jinx. To replenish, 
Jinx eyed the flask warily for a moment, which Lux felt was fair. She would be willing to do a lot of things, but drinking something that had been given to her by a man like Singed balked even her sensibilities. Sure. Jinx took the flask and slugged it back, then screwed up her face and hung out her tongue. Wow, I actually tasted that. And? Lux asked. Well, it's no hobo knife fight. That's a low bar. Really? Jinx flashed her a wider grin. Good thing we're in Zahn, then, huh? Can't get much lower than that. She couldn't help it. Lux snorted out a laugh while Jinx slugged back the remaining contents of the questionable flask before handing it back to Singed. Thanks, that was disgusting, Jinx said. Say, Doc, you want to come blow up a dam with us for old time's sake? Singed paused as he made to set the flask down, then turned slowly to look Jinx in the eye. Old time's sake, hmm? He echoed. Which old times are those? The, uh, Jinx began, then faltered, took a step back, and put a hand to her head as she blinked rapidly. Her expression grew glassy and distant, and Lux reached out to take her free hand and squeeze. Jinx squeezed back with crushing force as she shook her head like a dog and let out a pained grunt. Jinx, breathe, Lux said quietly and Jinx nodded and forced herself to start taking slow, even breaths. Singed all the while watched and waited. Finally, when her head seemed less liable to explode, Jinx looked up at him, and this time it was with narrow, predatory eyes and a slashed wound of bared teeth, pantomiming a grin. So you are remembering, Singed said quietly. Do you know? Jinx hissed. Do you... do you know who I am? He nodded. You... you could tell me. He nodded again. But would you want me to? Nope, she said, popping her lips on the last syllable. I'm Jinx, stands for Jinx, and I... I'm, I... She swallowed hard, then pulled her coat straight and stood up to her full height. Lux swallowed thickly as she stepped back. She hadn't realized how much Jinx normally stooped or walked with a slouch. Seeing her standing straight and tall was actually kind of intimidating. I'm Jinx, she said finally, her voice taking on a steady timbre as she stared directly at Singed. And I'm my father's daughter. Singed made a thoughtful sound in the back of his throat, then nodded. Yes, he said, his voice curiously soft. I think you very well might be. Come on, Blondie. We got some property to damage. Jinx scooped up both satchels and threw them over her shoulders to join her weapons. I'll be out in a moment, Lux said, and Jinx nodded as she moved past her and back out into the rain. Once they were alone again, Lux voiced the question that had been scratching at the back of her mind for the past few minutes. She would have asked Jinx, but she genuinely wasn't sure if Jinx would even know the answer. Why the blood? Singed looked down at the vial, then back to Lux. Jinx is my greatest achievement, and to this day, I cannot say why she survived the process when no other subjects have. 
Singed replied. That secret, among a great many others, are locked away, he gestured to the vial. In here. How can he be sure? Lux asked. Singed chuckled, then reached into his pocket and drew out a concoction that Lux recognized. It was the one she had seen him use during particularly serious fights on the rift, the one that, once quaffed, turned him from merely imposing and dangerous into a juggernaut capable of throwing even the strongest champions around like ragdolls. This was distilled from those secrets, he said. And Lux could hear the smile on his face. And I have only scratched the surface. That, more than anything, chilled Lux to the bone. Still raining. It was still raining. In fact, if anything, it was actually raining harder, which was sort of impressive in a miserable kind of way. It also meant they had less time. Every hour of rain, every minute and every second put more pressure on the manifolds. It didn't help that her skull was buzzing like a firelight hive after a swift kick. Jinx moved through the sewers and along defunct tramway lines towards the distant station of Dam 6, well, technically the Piltovans called it Damn Sextus, but Jinx couldn't do that because every time she said the name she started giggling. Not that it would matter in a couple of hours. By the time she was done, Damn Sextus would be gone. Jinx? Lux called out. Why are you giggling? Nothing. Jinx grinned over her shoulder at Lux's masked face. She could practically picture the adorable little moo of confusion on her lips. Lips that she wanted to kiss. Now, right now, go and... Jinx twitched and slapped the side of her head. Focus, need to focus. Crack! She struck her temple with a ringing blow. The thoughts rattled in the meat. Crack! The meat rattled in the bone. Focus! Crack! Focus! Crack! Focus! Jinx, stop! Lux caught her wrist and pulled back, and Jinx dropped to a knee, suddenly winded. Blood was leaking down her face, blinding her left eye, and her hands were shaking. Getting an arm under her, Lux dragged her off of the street they were moving through and into the shadow of an alley to let her slump against the wall. Sorry, Blondie, Jinx muttered. Lux's mask let out a soft, pneumatic hiss as she pulled it free and knelt beside Jinx, who had sunk down to curl up, shaking against the wall. Her vision was caged by her fingers as she buried her face in her hands and tried to catch her breath. It felt like her skin was vibrating. Or maybe her bones, was that possible? Lux would probably know. Lux knew lots of things because she was smart and brilliant and perfect and smart and... and... Hey, uh, Blondie? Jinx mumbled. I, um... Tears started to leak down her cheeks. I think, um... um... What is it? Her mouth gummed up her lips pinned together, and her throat constricted as Jinx's vision narrowed to a tight, gray pinhole. Too much, it was too much, too much, too much. Too much, Jinx forced out. Okay, okay, it's okay, Lux whispered softly as she pulled Jinx deeper into the alley. Lie down. Somewhere between the muttering and Lux's soft words, Jinx found herself lying on her side, 
and a completely irrational panic hit her as she realized she was letting the coat get dirty. That thought lasted less than a moment before she realized that Lux had gotten the coat off of her already. She knew. Lux always knew the right thing to do. She knew because she was perfect. Relax, Lux murmured as she forced Jinx to lay her head down. Lux had folded the jacket neatly on her lap, giving Jinx a finely tailored pillow, and began carting her fingers through Jinx's hair in soothing motions. Just breathe, Lux instructed. Zahn has several hours left. It can spare you a few minutes. If it had been anyone else telling her that, Jinx would have fought it. But Lux was Lux. Lux was smart and good. She knew what to do. So Jinx nodded and focused on breathing like Lux said. Just breathe. It was only thanks to the series of awnings above them that they were left dry. Minutes passed in silence broken by the rain and the sound of Lux's off-key humming. Those minutes were excruciating, though. Things had never been this bad. Right? She couldn't remember. Then again, there were lots of things she couldn't remember. Maybe things had been this bad once. Maybe they were just getting bad again. Who knew? Certainly not her. Singed knew, though. Singed was the doctor. He knew lots of things. Dark things. Bad things. He knew about things that burned. Things that screamed. Things that shimmered. Closing her eyes, Jinx let the sound of Lux's voice and the touch of her fingers call her back from the brink of madness. It was a place she knew well, but never like this. Something had woken the madness up, and it really wanted a piece of her. Jinx, Lux began softly, disrupting her thoughts. I'm not going to insult you by telling you we shouldn't do this. I've never seen you so determined to do anything before, so... So we'll do this. But I just need you to know something. Hmm? Jinx opened her eyes achingly slowly, turned her head and looked up into blue, blue eyes. If I think there's even a chance that things will go bad enough that I might, that I might lose you, then I will burn Zahn down myself to get us out, okay? Okay, Blondie, Jinx said quietly. Fair was fair. If Jinx were asked to choose between Zahn and Lux, she would choose Lux every single time, every year and day and hour, in every single dream. I love you, Jinx, Lux whispered the gutlow words with a familiar lilt. I love you too. Pulling in a deep breath, Jinx forced herself to sit up, then stand, and Lux stood up behind her. It took moments longer than it should have, and she felt sluggish. Hey, Blondie? Yeah? Inside left breast pocket, gimme. She held out her hand and waited as Lux fished around in the coat. What's... oh. Jinx closed her fingers around the silver case that Lux handed her, then flipped it open and smiled. There was still one left. She brought it up to her nose and sniffed it, no mold or damp. The leaves were old but dry, still good then. Pulling it free, she bit the tip off, spat it onto the ground, and tucked it between her lips. I didn't know you smoked, Lux said as she stepped up beside Jinx. Jinx shrugged. Yeah, me neither. She patted herself down, looking for one of her igniters, 
but before she could find one, Lux lifted a finger, and a tiny, searing pinpoint of light snapped into existence. Let me. Lux moved her finger closer, and Jinx smiled around the cigar as she leaned down and took a long drag, lighting the end until it was burning like a cherry-red ember. Flavor flooded her mouth. It was muted, but it was there. The smoke found the places that chemicals and burns hadn't managed to destroy, and Jinx closed her eyes and smiled around a mouthful of gray smoke. That smell. It was so nostalgic. When she opened her eyes again, she found Lux staring at her, and Jinx's grin widened as she offered the cigar out. Wanna try? she asked. Lux's eyebrows shot up to her hairline. Really? Isn't that... didn't that belong to... She trailed off, then grimaced, rolled her eyes. Ah, screw it. She took the cigar and put it to her lips, then took a slow drag. Jinx watched as gray coils of smoke rolled out from between her lips like a fog bank. She was doing well right up until she choked and started coughing up a lung, and Jinx plucked the cigar from her fingers before she dropped and grinned all the wider. <coughs> Safe to say I'm not doing that again. Lux rasped as she wiped at her mouth. I have no idea how anyone smokes those things. Fair enough, Blondie, Jinx said as she put the cigar back to her own lips. Called an acquired taste, she said around it. Who'd you acquire it from? No, never mind. Lux shook her head. You got it from your dad? Jinx took another deep breath, then blew out a stream of gray. She watched it rise and spiral and snake its way up until it was indistinguishable from the rest of the pollution of Zaun, and only when she'd fully lost track of it did she look back down at Lux. Yeah, she said. I guess I did. When the cigar was finally finished, Jinx dropped it, crushed it beneath her heel, and held out her hands to Lux who passed with a folded coat. Shaking it out straight, Jinx swung it around herself, slipping her arms in with the rote memory of seeing it done a million and one times, but never actually remembering any particular instance. She had flashes, impressions, a tall man, lean and resolute, dark hair, the smell of cigars, a hard, strong voice, a song. <laughs> Jinx tried to find the tune only to catch Lux's eye and stop. Ready to go, Blondie? Lux watched her with a strange look in her eye, but only for a moment before the look was replaced with a smile that flashed with white teeth and malice. Ready. The text of this story is available on AO3. Music by Dot Matrix. If you would like me to record a story, voice over a character... Get in touch using the contact information available on my website, which is located at samgabrielvo.com. And there you can find other stories that I've read, as well as a link to my Discord server, where I record things live for your enjoyment. And finally, as always, thank you for listening.